Welcome to the Craft to Career Podcast with Elizabeth Chapel, where every week we dive into how you can turn your craft into a successful career. Get ready to have the career you've always dreamed of. Welcome to episode 32 of the Craft to Career Podcast. I am speaking today. It's just me, and I am going to be sharing tips on having a successful launch. A launch is basically anytime you have something and you are going to sell it. So there's a lot, a lot that goes into a launch, and this is going to be me sharing some tangible. I love when there's steps, things that I can like leave and take away and implement. So that's what I want to share with you today. And before I jump into that, I'm going to read a review from Apple Podcasts. It's from A-M-B-O-M-C-F. And the title of the review is Inspiring. I just recently came upon this podcast and so far so wonderful. I really enjoy the interview chat over a cup of coffee style. This podcast has really allowed my imagination to roam and has inspired me to consider so many possibilities. Thank you for the great content. Thank you so much for that review. I love that this has allowed your imagination to roam and that it's inspiring you to consider possibilities. That just makes me happy. And today, the things that I share, I hope also inspires you listeners and also really helps you with some takeaways that can make your next launch the most successful launch you've had. So when we talk about a launch, I'm going to be talking a lot about having an email list. Now, I just had uh, a live Q&A with the students in my quilt pattern writing course. And I know that a lot of my listeners and a lot of you who are just starting a business, listening to all of these things can be overwhelming. I had a student last night say this. Uh, we just went over the, the section in the course about marketing and growing your business. And there's a lot there. There are so many things that you can do. But when you're at the beginning of this process, it's almost like, well, what do I do first? I don't have a product ready to sell. So first, you want to get this product ready to sell. And then legally, you need to set up a tax ID with your state. If you're in the United States, I don't know how taxes work outside of the U.S., but you need to legally set up your business so that you can pay taxes. That's like the bare minimum. And then you need to have a platform where you're selling your product. So whether that's Shopify or Kajabi or Squarespace, wherever that might be, somewhere where you're listing your products, where people can go and buy your products. Once those bare minimums are done and you have that set up, then all of a sudden comes these other things that we talk about, the strategies of how to get seen by more people, how to grow your list, all of that. And again, it can feel really overwhelming. So just keep in mind, I, I've been in this business for now, what, five, six years. When I first started off, I was not doing all of these things. And when I invite someone onto the podcast to share what they're doing, they have been specializing in a certain area and they've been in business for a long time. So I hope that in this podcast and the things that I share that you remember, you don't, it's not to do all of the things. This is to give you food for thought. And when you are ready for these things, you have the resources for it. So with your first launch, your very, very first launch ever, 
if you make a sale, just celebrate that because you have to start from somewhere. And so the things I'm going to share today, know that it's going to evolve and, and get bigger for you over time. So I don't want that to be an intimidation thing or to make anyone feel like frustrated that you're not seeing the numbers or the success that you want. The thing that will make someone successful is sticking with this and not being deterred or stopping because it's not where you want it to be right now. In fact, use that as fuel for you to like push you to say, it's not where I want and it will be, and I'm going to make sure of it. So with that in mind, when we talk about a launch, the biggest thing that I see for companies, individual small businesses, is they only show up when they're ready to sell something. They never send out an email until they have something to sell, until they have a, a new pattern or product. That's not ideal. You really want to be building a relationship with your customers. And that can look so different. I mean, a lot of people lately have said, well, that's going to look like giving out tons of free content, or that's going to look like posting a ton on Instagram. Those are all helpful things, but it's not the only way there's, and that's a topic for a whole nother podcast. But basically you want to, whatever, whatever way you know of at the moment, whatever you feel comfortable with, and maybe you're not totally comfortable with it, but putting yourself out there and let's just use Instagram as an example for, for the sake of teaching and learning. So let's say that you post a reel on Instagram, because at the moment when I'm recording this podcast, that is what Instagram is favoring and they will show it more than a normal post. So you make a reel. You're not too worried. Don't worry too much about having it be perfect. Just put it out there. And someone leaves a comment. So not only can you reply, you could go and message them and leave a voice message. All of a sudden, I've done that a couple of times. And it's, I honestly, I've done it because it's easier for me to do a voice message than to sit and type the things out. And people love it. They're like, oh my goodness, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me and say, hi, it's so fun to hear your voice. All of a sudden you're connecting on this personal level and this person feels like they know you and that you care about them. If you listen to last week's episode, the coaching call with Jenny of Noli Bean, she talks about her email list and how she has implemented the idea of not just sending an email out when you're selling something, but really just giving an update about what's going on with business and life and putting some personal sprinkles in there, whether it's, here's a book I've been reading, I tried this recipe this week, and whatever it might be, just sharing a little dash of something personal. And she said in the first, for the first time ever in her business, people have been replying to her emails and commenting back. And all of a sudden these people are, it's not a, a flat one dimensional. It's, it's becoming a relationship where they actually know each other and they're interacting with each other. So that's, that's my number one, like and that's something that you're going to do over time. So again, if you're about to launch a product and you haven't done this, don't not sell something just because you haven't done that work yet. Go ahead and launch your product and just move forward. You know, you, you can't make everything perfect. In fact, none of us ever do. And so we, we launch, we evaluate and we come back. So moving forward, you know, try and implement those, those ideas of how to build a relationship with your customers. And then I am going to talk a lot about your email list. 
Um, this is not just a strategy. This is the strategy. I literally chatted with a friend yesterday who has a very large following. I know that's all relative, but you know, like a hundred thousand followers on Instagram. And she was just commiserating that such a small percentage of her audience sees anything she posts, her lives aren't being seen and the frustration level she has. And she's put a lot of time into building that audience. Meanwhile, I also just talked with a friend who does not have a large following on Instagram and is earning almost a million dollars a year because her email list is so large. And how frustrating to spend all this time building a following on Instagram when you have zero control over if Instagram's going to show your content to people. With email, it's an equal playing field. Those emails get sent to everyone's inbox. Whether they look at it or not is then out of your control, but at least it goes to their inbox. And the research and the numbers don't lie. Literally everyone you ask who has an email list and any kind of social media will tell you that they sell more, they have more interactions, they have more opens when they send their email as opposed to posting on social media. I have never heard of or seen it the other way around. And so for the amount of time that you spend building your social media, you are going to want to spend equal or more on your email list. And so don't try not to get caught up in that game of worrying so much about your followers, because if your followers aren't customers, it just doesn't matter. It, it means nothing. You, it won't translate into a successful career. Um, and some people, it, it's okay to, to want to earn an income. This is a business. If you're here, I'm assuming that you have a business and in a business, we are here to talk about how to earn money and how to be successful with that. And so we don't need to shy away from or be embarrassed about talking about the fact that we are trying to earn money. Now, the way that we do it, we want it to be honest. Um, and that's, I strive very much to make sure that my students, that myself, that we all are giving the best that we can. But, um, but we are here to, to run a business. We're not here to be influencers or to win the popularity contest. We are here to run a business and to provide money for our family, for ourselves, for our life. And the best way to do that is through an email list. And how to build your email list. Again, this is definitely a topic that could use, I mean, you could, an entire book, course, definitely a podcast on this topic, but I will share some, some tips here. Um, the first is to offer opt-ins. Well, the really the best way is to offer opt-ins and an opt-in can look like a discount. It, it basically what you want to do with an opt-in is think about what you're selling. Who's your ideal customer? Who's going to be coming to buy your, your item? Let's just use, for example, a quilt pattern. You are selling quilt patterns. Think a little bit more what kind of quilt pattern let's just say they're typically beginner friendly quilt patterns so you're targeting a beginner quilter so now think of this customer your ideal customer a beginner quilter what what else are they going to want and what could you offer them that would lead them to then next natural step would be to buy your pattern you could offer a tutorial on how to pick fabrics that go together 
you know, let's just go with picking fabrics. What kind of fabric should you buy? What, what's the difference between the thread count? Um, what do, are these different measurements that you hear of a fat quarter? What, what fabric to get? That's it. You make a little cheat sheet for a beginning quilter on what fabrics to buy. Then once they opt in and they're like, yeah, actually that would be really helpful to know. I'd love that free PDF. Then you can have a second email that gets sent to them and says, now that you know what fabrics to buy, check out this pattern. Here's the fabric requirements. And now you know exactly what fabrics to buy for this and what this means. And you're sending them a link to your pattern. You could also, let's thinking of the beginning quilter in mind, they're probably wondering what kind of sewing machine should I get? What kind of supplies do I need? You could make a little tutorial or a checklist or a shopping list of supplies that they would need to get started. What are these terms that I see in the pattern? Make a little like dictionary explanation of quilting terms or pressing seams or just all sorts of what, what does the beginning quilter need to know? And create those opt-ins that are perfect for your customer and then, you know, like I said, this is a topic for another day, how to get that opt-in seen by people, you know, that's social media, that's collabs, being a guest, putting out it on blog, having good SEO, putting it on Pinterest. So like I said, that's a whole nother topic for another day, but you create those opt-ins and trust me, they work and they grow over time if they're good and they serve your ideal customer and, and you want multiple ones. I've also seen people are like, great, I created this quiz or this opt-in and I'm good the more opt-ins you have, the better there. There's not a, such a thing as too many opt-ins like, Oh, I have too many opt-ins. No, you want to find people as many places as possible. So you cast a big net, bring in what you can. And yeah, there's never, never too many opt-ins. So, okay. Now those are the pre things we've talked about what to have, what to do before, before the launch, but now it's, it's game time. It's your launch. And remember, even if you don't have an email list, this is still applicable. You can still do these things. This is my timeline of what I do. Ideally, do I do this every time? No, I do not. But this is the ideal, what you would do when you're preparing to launch a product. So we are going to start four months away from your launch date. So it does take a little bit of planning ahead. We do not want to rush into this. I do see so many students who, and I get it. It's so exciting. You just want to put it out into the world, but at least give yourself a couple of months. I say four months, if, if the minimum two or three months away, give yourself some time to really do it right, to build the anticipation. So on my ideal schedule, four months away from your launch, you will start documenting taking photos, writing down the process of getting your product ready. So if it's a quilt pattern, you'd be taking pictures of the steps of making this quilt. You would, you know, choosing the fabric, cutting the fabric, how to put it together, all of those things. Really good quality photos and documenting your process. Two months away, you want to start reaching out to affiliates. If you're going to be using affiliates to share about your product, if you're going to have guest promotions, like you want to have a gift or a giveaway, you start to reach out to those people. And at two months away, you can start to share snippets of your process. So those photos that you've been taking, documenting the process, you can start to give those teasers and tell people something is coming. 
It's going to be and share the date and don't tell exactly what it is yet. You want the curiosity factor and it's two months away. You don't want to share too much because if you share the final product at this point, when you do release it, people will be like, wait, I thought you already shared this thing. It hasn't come out yet. So don't share the whole thing two months away. And at two months away, you can start sending free samples of your product to influencers. So this would be either two months or one month away. But if you are, if you're selling a physical product, like a, I don't know, let's say I've got my weekly planner, I could start sending that out to people. I'd probably do that one month in advance again. So it's not, you don't get that anticipation burnout where they're like, wow, that was so long ago. Um, but you'd send that to influencers. If you have showcase people who are making your quilt, let's say if it's a quilt pattern, you would want to reach out and definitely make sure that they are ready, that they have had time to take pictures that you, you know, you want to make sure that the influencers and affiliates are ready at this point. Now we are two weeks away. This is when you are going to start sharing a lot more in detail what this product is. So no more teasers. You're going to say, here is the quilt. It's going to be released. Start showing um, your showcase people if you're doing a blog hop or if you're doing pattern testers who've created that for you. This isn't just sharing the process anymore. You are sharing the actual, this is what's going to be released. If you have guest blogs or affiliates, have them start sharing as well that this is coming out. It's two weeks away. At this point, you want to send one email a week. So that's one week, two week. You're going to send an email sharing what the release is. You're going to share that there will be, I recommend this, that there will be a discount. And for people who buy and give it a time frame. there has to be scarcity with this. If, if you don't, then it's like, meh. But if you put a time frame that there will be a discount for X amount off, but it's only good on the opening day or for the first two days, start sharing that about two weeks away. I recommend also creating an image and a hashtag for people to share if they purchase this. I, this is something I want to do more of, but you can invite people once they've purchased, let's again, use the example of a quilt pattern. If they've bought your quilt pattern, to send them a little image and a hashtag and say, thank you so much for purchasing this quilt pattern. Share this photo with your followers to let them know what you're working on next. Here's, and then share the hashtag. Post with the hashtag and then your quilt name. And that's been super successful for getting the word out. There's something about like social proof. Everyone's doing this. You know, nothing draws a crowd like a crowd. So when people see, whenever I do a quilt along, I literally, the sales go up and people will say, oh, I've seen so many people making this. I want to make it too. So there is just something to creating that hype. And now if we look at one week away, this is where you start to offer a giveaway. You are driving up the anticipation. It's almost like you're having a party and you are celebrating this release that's coming up. So you can host the giveaway both on social media or through your email. If you're hosting it on social media, be sure to send an email out to your followers telling them about it so they know to go and join. If you have a blog post that shares what you've created, you can share it one week away. Again, share the discount, let people know that it's coming and that it's got a limited time frame for people to, to use that discount. 
And then on your launch day, you want to send two emails out. And I know people are like, what? Trust me, it is, it works and it's great. And yes, you will have people who unsubscribe, but they weren't there for you and your product if they're going to unsubscribe for this anyways. You are really trying to filter down your email list to get the people who are there for you, for your product. They love what you're offering. If they're going to opt out, then that's okay. So send an email out one in the morning, one in the evening, remind people, have different pictures of the product, remind people of the coupon code and share with them why this product is great for them. Why this is, why they want this product, how this product helps them or serves them, or is just what they've been looking for. Try and have two Instagram posts or reels that day, one in the morning, one in the afternoon, have all of your affiliates and testers and stores post about your launch on the launch day. And in your stories, tag people who are buying your product. Share. If people are posting that little image that you created, reshare that. You really want to just create a bunch of hype and celebration. And you could even reshare who the winner is of the giveaway. Um, just build as much hype as you can around your launch. And then the day after your launch, be sure, don't just be done. Keep talking about, wow, think even if you sold one pattern, say thank you so much for the success of this launch. Um, and let people know how grateful you are for them showing up, how thankful you are for the purchases and your customers, and share how excited you are to see people making or using your product. Be sure to remind them that there's a coupon code that will be expiring soon. Don't be worried about sounding salesy or annoying. It's not. People expect that from a business. If you talk about something else besides your business, they get confused, especially during a launch. I, I've had people, I've seen companies who are doing a big launch and it's something that's huge and they only offer it once a year and it's open for a couple of days. And during that launch, they talk about something besides that launch. And I'm like, wait, what is that? Are they still, are they doing the launch? So it's totally appropriate. You're not going to go overboard. People aren't going to be like, oh, another thing about the launch. They're expecting that from you. They know that that's what's going on in your business right now. And if they don't, they should know that that's what's going on. So don't be worried about even a couple days after the launch, still be showing testers, be showing different angles, photos of that product, celebrate that this huge launch just happened and keep reiterating that this is, you know, take advantage of this time frame to get the discount code and join everyone else who's purchasing it. So really go with the hype that you've built with this launch. So those are my strategies and my timeline for having a successful launch of your product. And I did have someone ask recently, I did do a double launch of quilt pattern. And so I'm going to touch on that. And they asked, why, why did I do two patterns at once? Honestly, I had talked with someone recently who's a quilt pattern designer. And she said, you know, when I first did launches of my patterns, I did a double launch because that's what people did. And I was not aware of this. Apparently, once I got on the scene, that wasn't a thing anymore. So I was like, wait, what? A double launch? Tell me more. And she said, you know, you just have two patterns ready to launch at one time. And I was like, what? So. The only reason I did a double launch recently is because I had released and prepared a couple of patterns in the Quilters Candy membership 
last year. And I had a couple of them lined up and I didn't want to, you just heard all the work that goes into a launch. I didn't want to do that twice. And so I thought, you know what, what if I, I have these two patterns that I've already released in my membership. They are ready to go out to the public. I'm just going to do it at the same time. And it's interesting. They, there was definitely one pattern that did better than the other, but it was a mutually beneficial thing. And I bundled them together and said, if you buy these two together, you get a special discount. And that definitely was popular and was helpful for sales. But um, do I recommend doing a double launch? I, it's not something that I would ever say, you should try and write two patterns at one time so you can do a double launch. It's really, it really only worked out for me because I had had these patterns built up in my I don't know what you call it my, my, on my computer that were ready to launch. Um, and I just didn't want to go through that whole launch process twice, you know, back to back. So, so I doubled up. So that's why I did the double launch recently. But when it comes to moving forward and thinking about writing and launching a quilt pattern, I definitely plan to do them individually, unless I find myself in that scenario again, where I have two patterns that I'd be ready to sell then I'd probably double up again just because it it worked out that way. So that is my strategy and my tips for how to launch a product successfully. So I'm excited for you to use the timeline that I've set out for you here and to focus on building that email list and showing up and having a friendship with the people on your email list and on your following. And to really do trust me, even if you're like questioning, is it really all about the email list? Just give it a try and trust me that it will really help your business. Thank you so much. I did this episode because I've had a couple questions from listeners who asked if I could do this. And as you know, last week I had Jenny of Noli Bean on the podcast because she reached out and said, I love your podcast. I've been listening to it. I would love to share how my business has grown and changed because of the podcast. And I said, yeah, let's do it. Let's have you on the show. So this is a really fun way. The podcast for me is a really fun way for me to connect with you, the listener. So trust me when I say I do really love when you reach out to me. If you send an email, well, okay, my inbox is a little bit crazy. So DMs are ideal. But uh, if you reach out to me and let me know what things you want to hear on the podcast, what questions you have, if there's something that you are really curious about or struggling with or want me to just be sure to cover in the podcast, please share it with me. And I have some future guests lined up that I also found and reached out to because of requests from you listeners. So thank you so much for not just listening to the podcast, but interacting, sharing with me your feedback, letting me know what questions you have. It really is meaningful for me. It helps me like connect and resonate with you and to know how to show up and provide content that is helpful for you. So with that said, I look forward to seeing you next week on the Craft to Career podcast. And until then, have a wonderful week. <music>